0: You're listening to the Chancellor Pink Podcast on Chancellor Pink Radio. I saw an interesting study uh, today. Um, Basically, it was a pollster study questioning voters after uh, the voting in the presidential election and all the past years, uh, dating back, I guess, to uh, the 1990s, but comparing the data... But in particular, the various stats they were talking about. One of the interesting things that has happened in our culture that the statistics have shown, the pollster questioning anyway, statistics, is that the white liberals in America are more liberal about issues regarding race than their black and Hispanic counterparts. Um. And they were trying to talk about some reasons for that. But I've experienced that firsthand. I think I, I swear some of uh, uh, my more liberal white friends are more radical about their idealism with respect to what should be done for minorities and so forth than the minorities themselves. Um, and I think it, what they were saying with the data was that it's, that the whites ideal, uh, ideal, ideology they have what's the word for when you create it into an ideology why am i not remember ideological no I ideologicalize the ideal idealism the ideolysis the idolisis. no i don't i don't think there is a word but anyway they they are they are making the issue of race part of their ideology um, whereas like a political ideology where uh, You know, it's one of the issues that they believe that they're putting on their agenda, whereas the Hispanics and the blacks aren't necessarily as much as whites, that they look at it more in a more personal light. They aren't looking at it as politically motivated uh, and they're not as worked up about it in a political framework. So they don't vote according to it as much as the whites. And that explains why Trump. Uh, from 2016 to 2020, went up. I guess he was plus three in the black vote, and he was more than that in the Hispanic vote—plus five, plus ten, something pretty significant. Um, you know, and you, and it's amazing because, like, a poll done on election day, and you, know, you know, do you think Trump is a racist? The vast majority of, of Americans overall uh, felt that he was a racist, and yet you saw so many of these minorities voting for him. And there, there are various explanations for it, but one is that they just don't vote race as an ideological issue. They don't take it that way, and they don't get worked up about it as a political issue as much as as whites. Now, that you could say, what about Black Lives Matter and all that? Well, that's that's different. That's a different issue than just the issue of race overall in politics. Uh, and I think what I'm getting at with this is. Uh, it's sort of like the hysterical, hyperbolic exaggeration of so many things in our culture. Um, we want to do the right thing, that we charge forward with issues that and over exaggerate them and over strain them. Uh, and I think with respect to minorities and and race, and I think uh, sometimes with women issues, you know, we're overdoing it. And I know that that's a controversial statement that others will get upset about. It's particularly the white liberals, particularly the white female liberals will get very upset. Um, but that's the point. I mean, I just think that whites need to chill out a little bit on all these issues. I think that um, what should be at the front burner for all of us are human issues. And I think what's interesting is we used to be at the beginning of my lifetime into equality and that was the focus, equality. But, but lately, uh, if you're seeking equality, that's not going far enough. And everybody's being pressured into seeking superiority for minorities and women. Uh, they, they don't turn and they act like, oh, no, it's just equality. But it really is. Uh, it's like affirmative action on steroids uh, is what they seem to want for women and minorities in our culture. Case in point, uh, the idea of reparations for slavery and that there should be payouts like we have for the coronavirus, that they should, our government should create payouts to every black person in the country just to, to apologize to them for slavery. And that was discussed on the Bill Maher show on Friday. And, of course, the black guest was radically for it. And uh, people like Bill Maher were saying, well, you know, aren't there other ways uh, that we can make reparations that aren't, you know, just taking money out of? people's pockets you know and and the point that Bill Maher is trying to make is why should a white person would say why should I have to pay for it I didn't enslave you or or your ancestors you weren't enslaved you know and the black guy was like well I'm an ancestor of one <laughs> but I mean the point is uh, you know if you look at the the old phrase 100 years will all be dead I mean it was 1865 uh, Juneteenth the holiday that we now suddenly have started celebrating the day that the slaves, the last slave was officially freed, June 19th, 1865. And then the 13th Amendment came later that year in December, um, officially abolishing slavery, 1865. So you see, 100 years will all be dead, right? 100 years later, 1965, uh, nobody, pretty much, but there are some people to live over 100. As you can see with the coronavirus deaths, it's amazing how many people have died from coronavirus that were 100 and something. It shocked me that so many of those people were still with us. But for the most part, people are living longer and longer now. But for the most part, uh, 100 years, all of us are gone. You know, it's literally as Woody Allen said, it's like flushing a toilet. You know, it's like you just reach up and you flush it, and everything, everything on the planet, everyone on the planet is gone. The only thing it is are the trees and the mountains. You think about it; they they have more standing here than we do. You know, a lot of the na- natural things because they last hundreds of years and so forth, whereas we don't. But a hundred years from today, you, me, everybody, your grandma, your baby, your newborn baby, everybody is going to be dead. So a hundred years from 1865, 1965, nobody was around. You know, So like all the people, when, when slavery was abolished, hundred years later, nobody that even had anything to do with slavery, uh, let alone with abolishing slavery or any of it, they're all dead. And um, then I'm born in 1966, a year later. So my lifetime, again, my lifetime, is a hundred is is more than a hundred years past anything to do with slavery. Okay, now there's some arguments that some things trickled on, and I'm sure that's all very true. And uh, certainly, in, yeah, there were uh, racial hardships uh, even in my uh, younger years. And today, I mean, obviously, there are issues with racial prejudice in our country. We've seen that, you know, under through through the Trump presidency uh, uh, more than anything. But uh, we've also seen eight years of a black president. In our country um and as the poll show we see white liberals are more uh, up in arms about race as a political issue than uh blacks or hispanics so um i think what we what we need to do is realize that uh, that uh, making race a front burner issue all the time um you know isn't where we need to be um, it's an important issue uh, women's rights are an important issue uh, there are a lot of you know important uh, issues. If you're a liberal, that you want to advance our society, and certainly after Trump, the inclination is to, to go in a reverse direction, real strong, because he, we feel like he really pulled us back. But I think more important than than perhaps racial issues right now or were, were the economy and the ways that he. I mean, I'm sorry the the environment and the ways of President Trump um, undermined laws that were benefiting. You know i mean i think we, we've we got global warming is a big deal you know climate change is a big deal and we've got to um we got to get back to doing what we need to do to uh, pull in the reins on, on on the destruction of the ozone layer i think that's pretty important and um and as far as economic strife while it is true that a lot of minorities still have bear the brunt of poverty and um And so because of that, and bear the brunt of obesity, and so because of those two things have in many ways borne the brunt of the COVID virus. Um, I mean, that is a secondary byproduct. The, The reality is it's poverty. It's poverty. It's not race. It's poverty that is causing people, you know, to have need and loss. It's poverty that's causing them to eat shitty food and have bad diets and become obese, you know, and it's poverty that's then causing them to die of the virus. They happen to be black because they're in poor areas, but the poor areas aren't there because they're black. I mean, at the end of the day, we've got to find a way to deal with poverty in all in all races. And I think we need to refocus as Americans again back on equality and and think more of women and men as equal and human beings. And and look at the Constitution, what it talks about, you know, the, the equality of each citizen. And uh, and treat blacks as equals, and I think that that's really the focus. Not, we shouldn't focus so much on reparations. Let's give them money. Let's treat them. Let's 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 bow down and and, and offer our condolences. And we can never apologize enough. You know, look, we're, we're more than a hundred years, and I'm I'm going to be fifty five in a couple of weeks, so we're we're halfway through another hundred years, uh, subsequent to slavery. So we can only apologize so much. We go forward. Yes, there are racists out there, but to call this country, as Shaka Khan did on a Good Morning UK the other day, she said she, she's out there in L.A., Shaka Khan, the singer, black singer, she says, uh, I'm, in the, I'm in a very racist country. Well, that's just not true. I mean, it's simply not true. I mean, you're not going to have a black president for eight years in a very racist country. I mean, there are racists in America. Um, some of them are very racist, but you're not in a very racist country. The majority of the people in this country, um, are not racist. The majority of the people in this country put in Obama. The majority of the people in this country wanted Hillary Clinton over Trump. The majority of the people in this country put in Obama for eight years. They put in Biden. They put in, you know, that, and, and, and again, the white, the whites, the white liberals in this country are, 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 are less racist than the blacks. Uh, They're more anti-racist than the blacks. So, uh, so, say the, so says the data. Okay, so um, let's get off this high horse that we're on about uh, it's got to all be about race. The blacks built this country. Let's get off this high horse that we 're on that it's got to all be about women. they are just being mistreated all the time, and everything's sexual abuse and blah 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 and let's just channel that as one issue to keep an eye on and take care of, but there are a lot of issues there are a lot of laws being broken that aren't related to women. there are a lot of laws being broken that are related to men too still, and there are a lot of issues out there that 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 men uh, need helped with as well that white men need help with as well. Um, talking in terms of white privilege doesn't benefit society. It, it alienates uh, a great portion of society. When you make every single white person feel guilty for being white, every single man feel like he's a bad person because he has a penis, you're not helping society. So if you really want to move forward in a constructive way for the betterment of betterment of society, you need to start thinking more about all of us as one. You need to start thinking about what's best for the equality of people. And I'm not talking about socialism. I'm talking about humanity and thinking in terms of each person as a human being. And we've got to stop, you know, horrible things from happening to humans. And that means we've got to deal with education and poverty. That means we have to deal with housing. That means we have to deal with, you know, infrastructure and and and, and the society that we live in every day. And our, our schools need way more focus, tremendous more focus. The, the quality of our education in this country, um, the availability of university teaching, affordable uh, higher education in this country is hugely important. Um, and I think there's and the wealth equality is, is way out of whack. And certainly the minimum wage, which which is it's tragic. That uh, that the the, the federal increase in minimum wage was knocked down because what it would have done to certain businesses and complaints and that even, you know, eight Democrats uh, who who, who are combined make tons of money uh, uh, didn't vote or voted to knock out the minimum wage increase from the legislation that just passed the Senate. Eight Senate Democrats. I mean, that's that's disgusting because. At the end of the day, the small businesses that go under because they're forced to increase their minimum wage and the idea that it should be a sliding scale based on the area in the country, hogwash. It's hogwash. Let the businesses go under. If you can't handle running a business paying your employees a wage that's a human living wage at all, then you shouldn't have a business. And I don't care what area of the country that you live in. If your area of the country of $15 an hour is like a really big amount of money, then move to have your business move to some other area of the country. Pick up your home, pick up your business, move it somewhere else. I mean, anybody that has the money to run a business is not getting my pity. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you have five employees. If you've had the money and the balls to do that, you've got money. You're okay. If you had the, the input, the courage, and the money to do that, you know. if you go under, so be it. I'm not saying trash American businesses. I'm saying prioritize American workers. I'm saying it's ridiculous to think that anyone can live With the price of rent today, let alone mortgages, but the idea of renting and living, landlords are crooks now. They build in the leases with 73 different uh, uh, riders attached so that they they milk your money for everything. If you thought of having a pet, you have to pay $35 more for a month. If you have a fish, they make you pay 10. I'm exaggerating, but the point is they find a way to take your money. And it's disgusting. It's corporate now. There's no way to rent without being, you know, poor. You live paycheck to paycheck because you're renting, because they steal your money. And that's true about everything. It's true about the utilities, everything. And I and, and so you have to have roommates uh, if you're if you're working some minimum wage job, there's no way you can live alone. You can't even find a single one bedroom, you know, a studio apartment. In a in a normal area, let alone New York or somewhere expensive, you couldn't even in, in Pittsburgh, my area, that's a f- reasonably affordable, you couldn't even find a studio apartment to live on alone as a single person on minimum wage in Pittsburgh. It's not possible. So you've got to increase the minimum wage. It should be mandated because we have to allow people to live, for crying out loud. And the businesses that go under because they can't afford to, to pay that across the board, goodbye. See ya. Don't let the door hit you on your way out, cheap motherfucker. Go give that business to somebody who can actually afford to pay workers a wage that they can fucking live on, period. That's way more important than blacks or women, okay? That's reality for everyone. That employee is going to be a black, going to be a woman, and going to be a white man who deserves a reasonable minimum wage just as much as a black, just as much as a woman. We all deserve a livable minimum wage. There should be no job we have to do where we don't make enough to live on. That's ridiculous. Nobody should have to work a full-time job and then not have enough to fucking live without roommates piling in together. That's not okay. And that should be the focus. The focus should be on humanity. The focus should be on the betterment of all. And all this stuff about take the white man's money to pay a black guy for things that happened 150 years ago? Are you kidding me? And as far as reparations, yeah, let's go at poverty in the schools. And it, I'm sorry, black people, but that will also help white people. That will also help Hispanics. That will also help women and men. You know, let's go at the issues that, that are not about race or gender, they are about people. Let's take care of society. Let's take care of humanity. Let's make America about being the betterment of all people. Let's do that again, can we? I would really like that. Thank you. I love you. Have a nice day. <laughs> yabba da a